Welcome to ACE Podcasts. Thanks for tuning in as we elevate clinical endocrinology by taking deep dives into trends and topics that can help us improve our patient care and global health. Find the latest episodes on aace.com slash podcasts. And now let's meet the endocrine experts who will be talking with us today. Hello, everyone. My name is David Lieb. I'm the Endocrinology Fellowship Program Director at Eastern Virginia Medical School in Norfolk, Virginia. And I am the Education Oversight Committee Chair for the American Association of Clinical Endocrinology. It is my pleasure to talk today with my good friend, Dr. Elizabeth Pierce, Professor of Medicine in the Division of Endocrinology, Diabetes, Nutrition, and Weight Management at Boston University School of Medicine. Dr. Pierce is the Chair for Envision, the 30th Annual ACE Clinical Congress, to be held virtually from May 26th through May 29th, 2021. Welcome, Dr. Pierce. Hi, Dave. It's my pleasure to speak to everyone on the ACE podcast. I'm especially excited to tell everyone about the upcoming annual meeting. What can we expect to see? This year, we have over 150 speakers covering every topic in endocrinology, from diabetes and thyroid disease to lipids and obesity care and pituitary, adrenal, bone, and reproductive endocrinology. We haven't left anything out. We're excited to offer over 80 hours of continuing medical education credits, as well as nursing and pharmacy credits. This year, we'll start the meeting with an update from the ACE Diversity Inclusion Task Force, chaired by Dr. Leslie Aldiri. We've also encouraged all of our speakers to incorporate issues involving health equity into their sessions. Excellent. Are there any sessions that you're particularly excited to share with our podcast audience? I know I'm excited for the keynote plenary session. Yes, our keynote speaker this year is Dr. Tate Shanafelt, who's Chief Wellness Officer at Stanford University of School of Medicine and a global leader in the areas of well-being, resilience, and burnout in healthcare. Dr. Shanafelt is going to provide a plenary session involving his efforts to cultivate healthcare professional well-being at an organizational level, with a special focus on how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected those efforts. We know it will be an uplifting and significant presentation. We also have some really exciting plenary lectures. This year marks an important historic milestone, and Gary Lewis will provide a presentation on the 100th anniversary of the discovery of insulin. Stephen Nissen will discuss whether omega-3 fatty acids should be administered to high cardiovascular risk patients with elevated triglycerides, which he promises will be both timely and highly provocative. Sadaf Faruqi will provide an update on how genetics and precision medicine can inform obesity care. Megan Haymart will review the epidemiology of thyroid cancer in 2021. Maria Flusario will describe personalized treatment for acromegaly. And finally, Michael Levine will discuss vitamin D in the era of precision medicine. Wow, those are all very timely and important topics. I'm definitely looking forward to hearing those talks. Will there be any new ACE clinical practice guidelines debuting at this year's meeting? I'm glad you asked. On Friday morning at the meeting, Drs. Jennifer Scher and George Grunberger will present brand new ACE diabetes clinical practice guidelines on the use of advanced technology in the management of persons with diabetes. We'll also have disease state urine reviews, over 60 in-depth symposia, and 30 Meet the Professor sessions. You know, I'm really glad that we'll still have Meet the Professor sessions, even at a virtual meeting. I really enjoyed all of ACE's virtual meetings this year, especially the live question and answer sessions where we can ask questions to the, to the speakers. 
Yeah, ACE has had a significant amount of experience with putting on a virtual conference. From the Cardiometabolic Conference held last October and the two endocrine university programs in the past year, we definitely know how to put on a virtual show. Ah, uh, yes. Speaking of endocrine university, what can you tell us about opportunities for our learners, including medical students, residents, and endocrine fellows, and also for our medical educators? We have so many great sessions for our endocrine trainees this year. This includes a special Endocrine Fellows Zoom one evening during the conference, which will be focused on networking and career guidance. We also have many learners who have wonderful posters and oral presentations during our virtual abstract sessions, as well as our always popular late breaking abstract session. This year, we'll also continue our tradition of having an Educate the Educator session, which will be aimed toward all of our attendees who teach others endocrinology, from program directors to elective directors and others. We have sessions about including health equity in your curriculum and also teaching about leadership. We'll also have a number of fun and challenging interactive virtual games for all of our attendees to test their diabetes, bone, and general endocrine knowledge. Elizabeth, this all sounds great. What other sessions and experiences are you excited about? We'll have a unique patient symposium involving statin intolerance, a roundtable discussion about obesity and pop culture, and our annual women's leadership session. I'm also looking forward to our exciting joint session between ACE and the European Association for the Study of Obesity, which is entitled the ABCDs of Obesity. We'll have an interactive product theater where conference attendees will be able to meet with and learn from our industry colleagues and friends, and a number of industry presentations involving updates on some cutting edge therapeutics. We'll also have some fantastic satellite symposia on a variety of pertinent and timely topics. This sounds like it's going to be a wonderful meeting and certainly one to remember. Can you let us know the link where folks can go to register? Absolutely. People can head to pro.ace.com and click the banner at the top of the page that says register now. Great. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. This is going to be a great meeting and I can't wait. Hopefully I'll see you all there. Well, now I'd like to introduce you all to Paul Markowski our Chief Executive Officer at ACE. Welcome, Paul. Hi, Dr. Lieb. It's great to be here with you. Thank you so much for joining me. So we just heard Dr. Pierce provide some great highlights of the things that are coming up at the annual meeting. As ACEO, what things are you most excited about for the annual meeting this year? Well, you know, I'm excited most because it's our 30th year. And, and while this is ACE's 30th anniversary, we're, of course, disappointed we can't do it face-to-face uh, -face or on-site because that really is what physicians are all about, and that is that uh, personal connection and, and the interconnectivity they have with each other in particular. But I think what's really uh, exciting about this is the program has really grown and come together in, in ways that we could never imagine over the last few years. And that, of course, is in uh, great, I would say, respect and uh, uh, positive performance by both not only the staff led by Elizabeth Lepkowski, but in partnership really with our leadership with our board and, and more likely with our volunteers who are with the Education Oversight yeah. Committee and the Program Committee. Absolutely. Uh, well, I've, I've certainly enjoyed my time thus far as, as chair of the Education Oversight Committee. It's really an awesome group of people to get to work with. I've enjoyed working with Elizabeth Pierce and her team and, and you and all the ACE staff and putting together the meeting. I certainly miss in-person meetings, but I have been really impressed with how quickly ACE 
was able to organize a virtual meeting structure. We've had, you know, a successful cardiometabolic meeting last fall, planning our next. We had two very successful endocrine university programs for our endocrinology trainees. Kudos to you and, and everybody at ACE uh, and your team for really getting on the ball with, with putting together such wonderful virtual content. Well, we really appreciate that. I will tell you, it's really interesting. And I think it's kudos to the organization that while we couldn't have our annual conference last year in 2020 in Washington, D.C., you know, we didn't rush to pivot to a virtual annual conference right away. Um, And I think that's critical because one of the key components of who we are and what we're trying to be is really to be responsive to our community and give them the absolute best experience that they can have. And I don't think you can rush into a, a format or a template of a conference just because uh, the pandemic threw us into it and expect everybody to be excited about it. So I'm pleased with what you're reporting back. And I know what we've heard from those that have been engaged through EU Cardiometabolic and some of our other online uh, virtual platforms. You know, we took our time to get it right. And we're going to continue to improve the experience for all of the attendees as this goes on. Yeah. And I, you know, one of the things that I'm excited about as a member of ACE is that, you know, there's a a strong sense of community and we're really expanding. That word community means so much more now, including all of the members of the endocrine team that take care of a a patient from the endocrinologist to the primary care doctor and our nurse practitioners and physician's assistants and and all these great people, uh, but also more of a global community you know, and being involved in, in programs in, in other countries. How do you, the virtual environment has made that to, uh, to sort of expand our, our reach? Well, I think it's actually been a real benefit in a lot of ways. In particular, I think it's easier for a global community to come together, uh, void of any time zone differences and uh, changes that are happening with actual live meetings, because things can be captured, content can be captured and shared both um, something that was presented live and captured or something that was pre-recorded. And I think that gives our international community even a greater opportunity to feel connected, especially as we're moving into some of our key strategic pillars. And one of them is our new brand and community engagement and trying to represent a more inclusive community, not only amongst the clinical endocrinologists, but also amongst primary care physicians, NPs, PAs, and all those that are providing that critical care to a lot of the endocrine patients. So I think, you know, as we're growing this community, um, I think we're going to be in a much better place with positioning even the clinical endocrinologist as really the lead in all of the endocrine care that's going to be going to the patient population, whether it's from the clinical endocrinologist themselves or their partners on the endocrine care team. That endocrine care team, I think, is so important because it's certainly rare that, you know, a patient really gets their care from one person. You know, folks want to know why they should come to our diabetes center. And it's not me, it's the certified diabetes educator. And it's the nurse practitioners that have, you know, years of experience, you know, working, taking care of patients with diabetes and heart disease and all those things. So I'm really excited that that's part of ACE's brand and mission. What other new things are coming up from ACE with respect to our, our new strategic priorities? Yeah, thanks for asking. The board and the volunteers have spent, and even our members have, provided a lot of information and weighed in. And there's been a lot of work that's been going on over the last at least two years. And and it's all come down to uh, four strategic pillars for the organization. One of them being about our community engagement uh, based on our branding. And that is to really recognize and become a more inclusive community 
that will share and disseminate our collective knowledge and experiences and ideas and, and giving each member and participant within the community more of a voice. We're looking at a lot of uh, launching of a new community structure, even within our website. So continuing conversations and the ability to network, even though it isn't face-to-face, will become a part of this community as it, it evolves and grows. The second pillar is really around uh, things we've been talking about, which is our knowledge and education. As you indicated, we've done a lot with our online learning, our global outreach, our virtual programming that we unfortunately have to focus on right now because face-to-face is not opening up yet. But we're offering a wide range of comprehensive information along all the endocrine diseases. We have resource centers, which are comprised of multiple educational assets and covering the broad spectrum of patient care and breaking news and clinical research outcomes and the like. Our third pillar is really around the publishing and guidelines where we've just entered into a new relationship with Elsevier as our publisher, where we used to be self-published. We'll now be using the power of an organization like Elsevier. We also welcomed in two editors and chiefs for our, our publications. And so the efforts that each editor in chief will have will be really specifically around either endocrine practice or the clinical case reports. And, and that will give them more of an opportunity along with a lot of our associate editors, the ability to, to grow and enrich both those publications. Guidelines, we're coming forward. Our advanced diabetes technology guideline is coming. And later this year, we're going to have the thyroid ultrasound position statement. So our guideline development is starting to churn and pick up some speed and we'll be generating a lot of new Uh, content and information for everybody in our community. And finally, our brand really talks about our patients and translating the complex science of some of the world's serious endocrine diseases and endemic and fast-growing diseases in our area in order to optimize their care. And so we focused a lot of our attention on our patient and public awareness, Um, our new patient ACE website, our new digital marketing programs around patients on thyroid and hypoglycemia have have gotten tremendous uh, viewership from the patient side and our public side. Uh, we also have a prescription help resource center, which while we've had it for a while, it, it never probably was recognized on our website in a way that the patient and the public would be able to get quicker access to it and realize that that was there for their consumption. So there's really a lot going on. And while those are only four pillars, there's so much more below each of those categories that is going on. It is a tremendous amount of work and a lot of credit goes to the volunteers in partnership with the staff in churning out all that. I've tried to uh, maybe meet some folks where they are on TikTok in the last year. So maybe I'll be able to rope you into joining me for some sort of a TikTok educational session about what ACE is doing. I think, I think you, you know, <laughs> while you mentioned TikTok, it's really interesting because the social platforms that are all out there now are very critical. And, and I think it's really important that not only the patients, but that the physicians even pay attention to what I would call is make sure that the information they're receiving is accurate and clear, and that if not, uh, feel free to reach out to the organization. ACE is more than happy to clarify anything someone may see, whether it's from a professional side or from the patient side, to make sure that they're getting the most accurate information to make the best decisions they can make for themselves individually. Sure. And I've been fortunate and, and excited to be a member of ACE for a long time now throughout my professional career and as a fellow in endocrinology. And the website has undergone a lot of change and it's a great site. It's easy to navigate, it's bright and colorful, and maybe it's superficial, but I really like the way endocrine practice looks now. There's color, 
there. And the new logo and new branding, I think is, is it really pops. I'm excited that, that, you know, we've updated those things too. Well, I think the ability for ACE to tie together the multiple activities under the various tax ID uh, organizations that ACE is all about to one brand in one community, I think will make it much easier for everybody to navigate and to go to one place and feel like when they're getting something and it bears that logo or it bears coming from that website, they could feel comfort in knowing that that is coming from from ACE and it's the best information we could possibly provide at the timeliness. Um, I think just the increase in people, both from the public and the professional site that have come to our website now, the numbers are blowing this out of the water from, from where ACE was with their previous website. So we're happy that we're able to engage more people and educate them in ways that we never thought we could. And, you know, you mentioned being with ACE 30 years. Well, I know everybody thinks that's a long time in the life of a professional medical society. That's actually a a very uh, early time in their life cycle. So we're trying to do is make sure that, you know, we're all setting up ACE to be there for the long haul. And by long haul, most organizations are well into their 75th and beyond years of existence and serving the professional and patient populations. So that's, you know, while 30 years seems like a long time, it's only the beginning for ACE and we're making sure we're going to position it for the long haul. Yeah. And I think everything that you've brought up and everything that you're excited about, the future, I think, looks really bright for ACE and certainly for the annual meeting. Thank you so much, Paul. Thanks for joining us to talk about the future of the organization and the annual meeting. And we're looking forward to the growth of the ACE community and uh, seeing you at the annual meeting to celebrate 30 years of clinical excellence. Oh, it'll be fun, even though it will be virtual. Thanks so much, Dr. Lee. You got it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another great ACE podcast. Join us for another episode at aace.com slash podcasts and help us in our mission to elevate clinical endocrinology. Together, we are ACE.